Hello, and welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all the ins and outs of the challenges and opportunities HR people managers and all people face at work every day. My name is Julie Devlin, and I am here with my esteemed <laughs> co-host and colleague and friend. Chaz Fields. Thank Chaz you, Julie. Fields. I appreciate I appreciate someone calling me those things, right? <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know that everybody'd be like, oh, that guy's esteemed over there, but yeah. hey, I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. Just how it are was, you? It was the only word that I could think of. Um, <laughs> so that's what <laughs> that's what you get. Uh, um, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good, Chaz. How are yeah. you today? Awesome. I'm I'm great. I'm feeling yeah. great, but I, I really, Jules, there's, we, Wait, you I'm know, gonna, we, I know I'm going to bring it up, Chaz. I'm going to okay. bring it up. Okay. Um, so uh, we have to do, remember we're changing up 2022. We're doing not what made you smile. Tell me something good. All right. Me singing again. <laughs> do it. I'm so um, <laughs> So I wanted so you to tell me something good, Chaz. Okay, Jules, here's the deal today. Uh, a lot of, be- a lot of meetings today, right? Had a lot of work for whatever reason. And we're recording this on a, a Friday. Fridays are usually my busy day, right? Um, on top of everything else, you know? Because you so- do everything that you didn't do all week. No, that's not <laughs> it at all. So I was in a time, I was in a, time crunch. And for people who know me, um, know that I am, I am one of those hangry people. Like when I get hungry, I am like, I just, I shut off. Like I need, my body needs fuel. Well, today I had some of my kids pop tart bites (laughs) because I needed something quick. I needed, I needed it. I needed something quick. And I was like, I need a carb. I need just some short burst energy so I can Uh record this with you. And here's the deal, Jules. I don't know why when we grow up, the older we get, that we forget about that lovely short meal. It, it was a snack for me, right? But like Pop-Tarts are so good. I know. Uh, so. I had several packs of Pop-Tart bites in my day. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's Where did that go what, wrong? Like, were they strawberry flavor? They right? were, but like at what point in my life was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to quit eating those things. And it, and it, oh my gosh, I'm going back. I'm telling you, I'm going to well, buy more. I'm buying more. I'm going to give you and the listeners a little uh, little tip. Uh, try them frozen. They're very very good frozen. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. And they're and right. they're also and they're also good if you heat them up. So uh, uh, and uh, you yeah. can eat them and you can eat them at room temperature. They're there just the food. <laughs> it's the most versatile food ever, <laughs> and really really good for you because it's strawberry or you know blueberry so yeah, you consider you're daily it to be a fruit. fruit yeah, yeah you're daily abs- serving fruit. So, Jules- <laughs> absolutely absolutely jules tell me something good i got the wordle in four um oh, so <laughs> huge phenomenon you got to talk a little bit about it right yeah the wordle for those of you who um haven't heard of the wordle uh just google it <laughs> wordle it's a word game a oh, daily word man. game that's sort of taken the taken the country by storm it seems yeah, like another viral. one of those Seems like another one of those pandemic fads um, that sort of happen, um, but uh, it's a it. lot. It's I love it too. I, I love words and word games and yeah. <laughs> um, you know uh, Scrabble and, and and all those kind of things. So mm. um, it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I got it in four. That's not my best ever though. I, ha- I did get one in three at one. point. I have yet to so. get one in one or in two. <laughs> no. so. Yeah, the people that get it in two, I, I question that. I'm like, I'm wow, impressed. what it's kind impressive. of Nostradamus are you? You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> So, you are. That's awesome. Yeah, but it, you know, if you haven't tried Wordle, I, I highly recommend you try it. It's a lot of fun. So, awesome. 
Um, but hey, I guess we got to do uh, some some talking about HR. That's what people are here for. So we've we've covered the the pop tarts, we've covered the the computer games, the Wordle, and now uh, let's get into what we're really here to talk about um, today. Uh, well, first, business side of the day. We always start with business side of the day. That's right. Um, and this one I love. Um, and I think uh, it's really interesting when we think about it. So according to uh, BLS, uh, the number of people age 75 and older working will grow 96.5% by 2030. Stop it. No. Hold yeah. on. Read that, read that one more time. You said people no, over 75? People 75 plus, the number of people that w- are working wow. that are 75 plus will grow over 96.5% by 2030. And that's oh. the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So, you know. We're pretty good at projections. Right? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Regardless, this is the stat that they're showing. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I find it really um obviously interesting. I think that when we look at who's in the workforce now and we talk about the different generations at work, it's, it's, it's uh, for sure that people are now working longer than ever. Sure. Um, but you know, you, you don't generally think of those folks, you know, 80, 85, et cetera, as, right. as being a part of the workforce, but we need to. Sure. I did. So my first, it's so funny cause I've actually had this discussion um, with my financial advisor about, Hey, like what, what does retirement look like? You know, what are you seeing and all of these different things. And, um, you know, his name's Robert and, and, and Robert just tells me, he's like, look, like medicine's getting better. Um, we're, we're living longer. And I guess for some apparent reason, we aren't always preparing for that, mm-hmm. um, as a society. So when you think about, and you project out in his business where you have to project out and say, okay, you want to have X number of dollars by the time that you retire. Well, retirement could mean a lot of different things, right? It could mean you're working part-time. It could mean you don't want to work at all. Um, but his biggest thing with this is that there are people who are outliving what their fixed income was going to be mm-hmm. when they originally thought they were going to retire. Right. right. So, yeah. um, the, you know, these individuals who are going back to work, it's going to be really interesting to see. Like I think about Julie, we talked about this, like it'd be really like, what are my parents going to go back and do not to say that they can't do anything, but like mm-hmm. if my parents decide that they want to go back to the workforce, I'll be really interested, interested to see where their passions lie and what they want to pursue. Yeah. I think I've told this story before on the podcast about my dad, uh, who sure. retired, retired young, um, and as from a sales job and was bored and decided to start a brand new career as a bartender at a country club. And he's in his seventies now and he's still yeah. going strong and loves what he does. And, um, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't see yeah. him stopping working anytime soon. Um, sure. so, you know, he's, I guess, one of those statistics. I think that, it's interesting when you say uh, you talk to your financial advisor about it. You know, there is a stereotype um, sure. that that um, generations, the younger generations, perhaps maybe didn't save, aren't saving as much for retirement, um, just mm-hmm. based upon you know different changes in society and thought sure. processes, etc. Um, so I wonder if that number even continues to rise. Um, based upon that, not saying that's the case for everyone, but well, it's yeah, that's a good point because if there's if there's an awareness around, hey, we have we have a generation who decided to retire, and oh, we're going to go back to work, whether it's mentality or stereotype or whatever it is. I wonder if it's going to shift 
the the stereotype of the younger generation is say, okay, you really should start saving more and more and more than what you quote unquote currently aren't saving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so where's the awareness piece in this, right? And 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 what are we doing to proactively um, you know, promote retirement. Like I, I look forward to the day that I'm going to retire if I retire. Right. right. So, but well, that, and that's that the interest, <laughs> but that's the interesting thing about what you just said. If, right. right? So if. If, if, if my father, for example, I, I would never have said if it's when, so yeah, we don't, we that's don't a good have, point. It's a really we don't good have point. that same kind of mentality that right. our, our, you know, our parents, maybe our grandparents um, had, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, I, I feel like this might be a topic for a podcast uh, in the future. Uh, yeah, you, you know, financial wellness and how yeah. HR can help impact that and what you're planning for, right? Just, just, not just why we're cons- here. No, just, but just considering um, how much, you know, discussion that we can have on that topic. It's, oh my goodness, and, yeah. You know, um, hopefully folks find it interesting. I know we certainly do, but mm-hmm. so what do we want to do today, Chaz? What we want to do today um, for this... Is something a little bit different. Um, we want to go into the Wayback Machine. And by way back, I mean only about two years. Um, <laughs> um, we want to we want to. Did sort you just of, come up with that, by the way, the Wayback the, Machine? No, 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 no. See, that shows how young you are, Chaz. The Wayback <laughs> Machine. No, no, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> it shows how old right. I am. The Wayback Machine. Um, back That's to the funny. Future. Um, oh, but, uh, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, no, but um, so we want to look back and we want to look back at what we thought were going to be some of the, the cool trends for remote work back in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. So Chaz, do you remember March of 2020 when we were tasked with writing a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And presenting a lot. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was a crazy, crazy time, but it's, it's what sparked our passion for consulting too. Right, Julie? Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote an article back then, um, called three ways remote re- working remotely could actually help improve company culture, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be interesting to look at the things that I projected then to see sort of where we stand now uh, when it comes to remote work and uh, ways that folks are trying to increase company culture, uh, you know, increase the positivity, improve the employee experience, yeah. et cetera. So uh, let's be real in March of 2020, when everything shut down, uh, we, there were a lot of folks that were grasping at straws one, because we shut down overnight. Right. Yep, and yep. Had, how do we, how do we even work remotely? Right. And those were some of the things that we were being asked. It's like, Oh, right. Yeah. And, and in this article, I wrote how for those folks who had to go remote overnight, Mm-hmm. I wrote how this could perhaps be an unconventional way for them to work to improve their company culture. Okay. And and I think that's an interesting thing that I sort of surmised at that point. Um, and, and if we look at it, if we look at it now, the question becomes, you know, have we improved company culture by yeah. working remotely? In, sure. and, and if we have, what have we done or not done um, in order to, in order to do that? So yeah. Sure. Um, you know, we, we wrote a lot about managing through times of uncertainty, and we're going to do our best to not use those cliches. Did you just use a cliche? I did, yeah. Managing. We always said we would call each other out, and I get I, it, Like, you know, but we've used them, right? But, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, so anyway, so I I came up with this article, like I said, and we'll link to it um, in the in the. Um, in the resources. Resources. Thank you, Chess. Thank yeah. you. Description. Resources. I'm here all day. Thank you, Chess. 
Um, but there were three things that, that I, I said that maybe would be a good idea to do. And we want to talk about the, those three things and, and sort of say, see if I was right, wrong, or maybe somewhere in the middle. Sure. So you want to take the first one, Chaz? So Julie, you said hold virtual team lunches. <laughs> can, I, can I comment first? Can I comment first? <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. All right. I'm not bashing people who who hold virtual team lunches two years later when everything that happened, okay? And if you're still doing it, I truly believe that it, it does build some positive relationships for those that continue to do this type of thing, okay? Preface that. However, Julie, I am not in this boat any longer. And why I will say that is, one, I was a remote employee before, right? Uh-huh, so so uh-huh. For, for the remote employees before... Um, I, I think many of us would have felt like, oh man, another meeting, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, I also know a lot of people who um, really, really genuinely enjoy it, right? Because they have workplace besties or, you know, we, we get to see each other now, Julie, on a regular basis. So they have those workplace besties or people they want to catch up with. And, and that's just normal, right? Like that's their normal. What I find so interesting is I also know kind of this third group of people um, that are in meetings back to back to back to back to back Mm -hmm. all day. And all they're doing is giving, giving and giving themselves to, to the work and accomplishing the needs of the business that when some of these things come up like this, although Mm -hmm. good intention, they don't want to go because they're exhausted or they're mentally drained And then all of a sudden, the way that they feel from this is, well, are they going to talk about me and why I'm not there? Which I'm sure probably happens, right? Um, You know, is it hurting my workplace relationships because I'm not um, participating in these things, you know, and I'm in a position of leadership or I'm a team leader or whatever it looks like, right? So what I'm getting at is bottom line is like, we have evolved, Right. Like we have evolved so much in two years, really in the last year where early on, you know, I would have been all in on virtual team lunches, but now I'm just like, no, no, you know, (laughs) no. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, You you go, go enjoy your own lunch and I'll enjoy mine. Let's not watch (laughs) each other chew. Yeah. But, but you're right. I mean, you know, it's like, I, I even in the article that I wrote, I said, you know, we all do Taco Tuesday. We know, but why not make it virtual? I mean, come on. Like I, I'm rolling my eyes at myself. Okay. Like sure. I, again, if, if you, we're not trying to bash you, if you do those things, no. if you do, we'd love to know, like, you know, how do you do it? Um, yeah. You know, like, what are your, what, does everybody love it? You know, right. Um, right. Uh, again, not bashing those things, but you know, the other thing that I wrote in there that I think um, still holds true though, for a lot of different things is uh, to be mindful of time zones, right? Because if you have a global yes. workforce, if you have teams, if you have teams that are all over the place, like not everybody's gonna be eating lunch at the same time. Yeah. I, I know that, you know, we might be eating lunch and it might be breakfast for other people. So sure. again, we're, we're, y'all get the point. Um, we're not going to belabor it. Um, yeah. But you know, I think when we talk about the virtual team lunches and that kind of thing, um, you just need to know your people, right, Chaz? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think, I, you know, know that we've evolved and and where I was two years ago is completely different than where I am 
you know, now. And I think the critical piece of this too, Julie, is I would hope that our people expect to evolve, right? There are some Mm -hmm. of those that just don't change and that's okay. I'm not saying that's right, wrong or indifferent, but just because of, of a pandemic or a, a stop in business or whatever, whatever it is, you know, those expectations referencing back to psychological contract, right? Julie, that, that you talk so much about, we're going to change our expectations yeah. are going to change and, and not everybody may love the virtual team, team lunch. Now, <laughs> yeah. However, if somebody wants to send Julie and I some, uh, you know, DoorDash, we'll be happy to record a podcast episode while we're eating. Don't, Absolutely. Know, that you would, don't know that you would love that, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. So, so, so on the flip side, let me go to number two here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe something that's a little bit more, uh, universally accepted maybe. Sure. So I have promote inclusion and team bonding with a question of the day. So we talk about effective communication being critical, but it's really essential when it's there's times of social distancing and that kind of thing. Um, And I, I, I propose that managers should consider taking the lead on a question of the day each, each day or each morning on virtual communication platforms, not only, uh, you know, live in video, but, you know, even on just typing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said that maybe a question like, what's your favorite candy bar <laughs> or something like that? Yeah, but no, but here's the thing. This could make it good for managers to send employees their favorite candy bar. You know, it's like, it's those kind of, it's those small gestures, gestures yeah, that yeah, yeah. make a big difference. Yeah, I know not- you like the question of the day. Yeah, no, I I do. Um, you're right. I think that that what comes of that is I do, I do. I just laughed because of the candy bar thing. You've never <laughs> sent me a candy bar, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Um, what I what I love about the question of the day is it sparks creativity, right? So it may not be your favorite candy bar, you know, Julie. I think for for people like us and. And the work that we do, especially like HR professionals, operations managers, you know, all of these individuals who get caught up in work, and we're all guilty of that. It really does force us to take a step back and 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 laugh or joke or, yeah. um, you know, I really appreciate stuff like this because it sparks creativity too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how do you feel about this? Now, there obviously has to be some boundaries within that, um, and 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 some mutual respect. Like if we different, you know, have differing opinions, I don't know that anybody's out, um, you know, getting in trouble for saying, you know, you're wrong for not loving X Y Z candy bar, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things that I just, um, I actually, I, I, I am all in on this. And if you're not doing it, you know, test it out. Right. Yeah. I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I think also this really lends itself to how much of our authentic selves we're bringing to work every day now yeah. um, and that we've been bringing to work. Um, so, you know, whereas I said, this would be a great idea, you know, this was the beginning of the pandemic, just going remote. Um, so many of these questions that maybe would have been asked, the answers just sort of happened organically right? Um, because we're seeing so much of everyone else's lives that we never would have seen before. Right. And we can, we can, again, we can have a conversation on another show about, about sure. the positives and negatives of that, but right. Um, yeah. So that's, that's spot on. I, I appreciate you saying the authentic self piece too, because we, we often, joke now, you know, the viral videos of people working from home. But I also 
I also flip that and think, man, like my kid walks into the office and immediately he's, he's call Aunt Juju. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's me. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you, right? So, so but when he walks into my office and he sees me sitting at my desk working, he's like, "Is like call Aunt Juju?" And yeah. I'm like, "No, but I've talked to her for like six other hours today. We're not going to do it right now." But, <laughs> no, Aunt Juju uh, <laughs> doesn't want to talk to Daddy anymore. <laughs> no, no, she, she's sick of him, right? Yeah. So, it's, but, but, but what's cool about that is is that we've developed a, a relationship, right? And I think yeah. that that leaders and and people alike in the workplace can develop those type of relationships where, you know, even though they are bringing their authentic selves to work and it may be a little uncomfortable, a, a question of the day does help you get to know those people. And, and I, I'm all in on it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, we're, we should probably go to number three, Chaz. What do you think? Yeah. So I'd love this one too. Um, jokingly to some degree, but assess other virtual culture building activities that might be a good fit. Julie, what, what did you mean by that? <laughs> I meant like, uh, think about some other fun video activities that you could do, <laughs> like, like tours of home offices or bring your yeah. pets on camera or, you know, <laughs> virtual scavenger hunts and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Oh my gosh. Again, I'm rolling my eyes at myself. Um, again, if your teams do these things, awesome. We are not bashing you. I just think that what we've learned and at this point in the pandemic um, and the amount of um, sort of uh, the amount of Zoom video, Zoom calls and meetings that we've sure. all had. If yeah. somebody said to you, hey, we're going to do a virtual scavenger hunt, you'd be like, oh, OK. Right. <sighs> I think, you know, something else. um, that uh is is interesting um is the dress up days like the theme days <laughs> Julie, i kid you not i was thinking about this this morning because we're in like the heart of playoff season for for football or you know just in general sports you and i are both very passionate about sports i was like man i wonder if julie would be on board if we threw on our favorite sports team's jersey today okay now and, that i would be on board yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. But yeah. but I was like, man, I'm like, you know, let's let's change it up a bit. Let me get out of my golf polo because you know there's a big game of one of my favorite teams coming up. And I was like, man, I would love to rock that jersey today, but uh, we're recording, so maybe not. You know yeah, what I mean? We don't, so we don't want to alienate half the audience, especially, <laughs> yeah. with, your, especially yeah. with your sports teams, Chad. Yeah, right, like people just nameless. write us off. They just write us off because of our sports teams and who, yeah. we, who we like. So you know, um, no, I this is this is actually really funny to me because I. I I'm on both sides. Right. And what it boils down to is preference, Julie, right? Yeah. Like what do we prefer in, in what we think are culture building activities. Right. And, yeah. and we, we talk so much about, um, you know, knowing your people. It's also yeah. knowing how we've evolved. It's not a, a once a year survey, right? It's not a, tell me how you are. Although those are important. It's, it's knowing your people. And one of the things that you, um, had brought up before we were talking about this was like, it's okay to try new things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not only don't be afraid to, to try new things, but also don't be afraid to, to have error in those things. Right. And yeah, and, yeah trial and error. And, and also yeah. I think it's, it's important for us to, to meet people where they are. So what do yeah. I mean by that? So if we have, if we say, Hey, we're going to do this activity today. If somebody's like, I really don't want to do that. Let's try not to judge them for it. Let's just, right. you know, meet people where they are, recognize that, yes, there are some mental health issues going on right now, um, you know, sure. just based upon what's going on in the world and that we sure. have to be cognizant of that and we have to be sensitive to that. So, sure. um, you know, there's I, I, I mentioned, um, you know, to conclude that the, the article was 
to get creative and making remote work fun and to think of if you were in person, you know, think of your in-person culture and can you make your remote work culture similar to that in whatever ways. And I think um, that's something to really assess now, right? Look at, think about where you were culture-wise then versus where you are now culture-wise. Right. And I think we have to look at that objectively too, to say they aren't going to be the same, right? So we've talked to a lot of companies is like, when is it just going to go back to the way that it was? And, And they don't love our response and to say like, it's, it's not. Like hybrid is here to stay. You've got remote workers who weren't remote. They're going to be remote workers forever. You've got people who want to go back to the office, but they expect all of the people to be back at the office. So their experience is different. So we almost have to look at it objectively to say, what does our remote work culture look like? And what does our in office culture look like? And how do we make the two mesh? And most importantly, how do our employees feel welcome and and that they're included and that they belong? And it just goes back to what we always talk about, like, know your people, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So So. that's awesome. Hey, Jules, what did you find your purpose in today? Um, Gosh. We've evolved, Chaz. We've evolved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what we once thought was going to be cool, maybe it's not as cool as it once was. <laughs> that's 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 so funny. And and here's the thing: it's cool for some, and mm-hmm. it's still, you know what I mean. Or maybe a year ago or two years ago, they didn't do these things at all, and they're now doing it, and their culture is thriving. Right? I think that there's, for me, is there's no one single right way or answer to create culture and build community and, and trying just what we talked about. I think trial and error is it's okay if it wasn't great, but also uh, trying new things. And I think that's, what's important to people because they, they will see it, Julie, right? Like they will see, man, they, they really are trying and it's not whether it goes over super, super well, or it doesn't go over well at all. I know me as an individual, when there's effort, you know, it's a, Wow. Like that's really, really cool. They don't have to do this. So um, I'll leave it at that. A few reminders before we leave, don't forget to like, and subscribe and use the hashtag people purpose pod on social media sites like Twitter and LinkedIn. Also be sure to check out the latest blogs and research from the workforce Institute at UKG by visiting workforceinstitute.org. Just a quick side note, we released our 2022 annual workplace predictions in our previous episode. Make sure you go check it out. And that report is fully available to you at workforceinstitute.org. Julie, that is it. That's it. Do we for have now. anything else? For, for now. now. That's it for now. We will be back. We awesome. will be back. Awesome. It's great everybody. to see you. Yep. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.